What's up, family heads? You're about to listen to a Brian and Becky special of Jersey Shore Classic covering season two, Miami, episode three, Creepin'. Zach and Colin, at the time of recording, were in Dubai at a high-stakes poker tournament, so that's why they're not there. But I just wanted to make everyone aware that the next few episodes were all recorded before the COVID-19 pandemic. So... Please don't worry about us properly social distancing. We are all very far away from each other now and have been for a few weeks. Um, We hope you guys are doing the same, flatten the curve, etc., by staying in and staying away from each other. Also, staying healthy and staying safe. If you are getting bored, I wonder if there's, like, something on TV that you could watch with us. I don't know, maybe something on, like, MTV or... I don't know. Honestly, I'm at a loss. But let me know if you figure something out. And until then, here's the episode. I think the big joke of all the malapropisms we've ever looked at is that we are ultimately using it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) That is, uh, that's a good, that's a good joke. It's a long con. It's a yes joke opportunity. C's joke opportunity. It's both a runner and a long con. (laughs) And I'm dumb. (laughs) The biggest joke of all. So here we are, season, still in season two, episode three. Still in season two, episode three. We thought we were bouncing around episodes, but I've been peeking ahead at the season, and I feel like most of them are going to be very important. Yeah, well, I mean, spoiler alert, we are, there is one that we already know we're skipping. Yeah. But we don't have to say which one it is, but we do already know we're skipping We don't have to say which one one it is. We're not telling you that. We don't owe you that. But so far, yes, this is three for three. (laughs) (laughs) So definitely we have to cover episodes one, two, three. Um, You've got Brian here with Becky. Yes, you got Becky here with Brian Mm. on the couch of our new recording studio. (laughs) Uh, We're bopping around, seeing what works, trying different things out. We're in my room today, and there's probably a lot of street noise happening because I didn't take my air conditioner out of my window. But I, you don't have to know that. I don't have to tell you that. Yeah, no, you're not going to know that because it's also professional that, you know, you're just going to hear us and what a good job we're doing. Yeah, basically, just the words coming <laughs> out of our mouths and the brightness coming so out of our hearts. You're going to be so focused. And, okay, <laughs> so we're covering episode three today. It's called Creepin'. And I do have one housekeeping thing I'd like to get out of the way. When I say house, I mean, I want they like, keeping their house yeah. in Miami. I might have mentioned this last week. I don't think I did. I believe that there is this large apartment complex or whatever with multiple condos and stuff. The Metropole. And they have sole use of that central outdoor courtyard. I kind of think so too. Which is like, which also means that like there's probably other people like trying to get to sleep when they're like out in the hot tub. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah, it probably sucks (laughs) a lot actually for everyone else at the Metropole. Maybe it's a small enough thing that they just rented out all of it for, like, cast and crew. There's no way. Maybe. There's, I don't think they I have a budget not, no. yet. Yeah. Ugh. Though I'm, yeah, well, then, then we get, then I'm going to get into my rabbit hole of, like, the, it drives me crazy how the room arrangement never makes any sense. <laughs> it's I always like, I let's go there, cram a thousand beds. <laughs> also, the Metropole looks, for as, like, put together as it looks on the outside and in their courtyard, it looks like shit inside. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it doesn't look that nice, like, I agree. Like, the kitchen's fine, but, like, it's... the bedrooms, and then that bulletin board with, like, the die-cut letters that's, like, don't fall in love this summer, or, like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, everybody, nobody's ugly after 2 a.m. or something it. like that. Yeah, that thing is very weird, and doesn't film well, either. It, like, doesn't no, it looks look like good on crap. camera. <laughs> it looks like absolute crap, and I like that font. What is that, hobo? <laughs> like, <laughs> but it looks like they went to a church in their neighborhood and used their die-cutting machine yeah. to make letters. <laughs> Anywho, so we're falling back into the action. Yes, right. Oh, yes, right. This is another one of those classic Zach loves these where they pick up right where they left off. Not a, spe- not a second spared. Angelina has slapped Polly because she's so drunk. She's stronger than I've probably ever seen her in my entire life. Yeah, probably. You're right. Um... And this, Polly, like, escapes out to the courtyard and Mike follows him. After being like, you need to go to bed, which I love. Yeah, yeah. And Angelina follows him out, thus prompting Polly to have one of his only true meltdown freakouts of yes. the series. It is, a, it is an eruption of anger from someone who's otherwise their entire brand. And he's probably the most brand conscious. Yeah. His whole brand is positivity. And he's screaming at her, don't touch me. Yeah. Like, it's... It's very intense. And it's 
crazy enough to wake up Wow, who can hear her beloved's cry in the courtyard and goes to save him. But, mm-hmm. like, she... Okay, the reason I mentioned Wow going out there is that that's when Angelina starts being like, I didn't touch a kid. And, like, I have nothing yes. to do with this, Jenny. And it's like, yeah. All this so drunk that she's fully... She's not even lying. She thinks she's telling the truth. I th- or she's just in, like, protection zone. Yeah. Well, because as Wow loves to point out, they can't hit you, but I can't. Yeah. <laughs> That's like Wow's whole thing, is that from, like, a physicality standpoint, she does, she, like, does take advantage of the fact that she's, like, I have a different set of rules, but I'm almost as big as these guys. <laughs> like, I'm and almost And I'm a as... woman, so I'm allowed to hit yeah. you, and trust me, you don't want me to hit you, don't be stupid. Yeah. Uh, well, this is, and this is the, my first malapropism of the, of the night. Get it. Malapropisms this week. Uh, this is, I, I believe, I think Polly says this. I can't believe that she would step on the only toes that she has in this house. (laughs) I like it. But is that a malapropism? That's right. You step on toes. But the only toes, this way. The only toes she has in this house. The only toes she has in this house, like. To me, and this is going to sound clunkier, but to me, it would be like, she's stepping on the toes of her only two friends in the house. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. She's not stepping on the only toes. Oh, yeah, toes. her only two toes in the house. <laughs> Just two nice guy toes. <laughs> M and P. Uh, yeah, interesting. I'll take it. Yeah. Malapropism. Boop, boop. So then... I know, I wrote down, this is not a malapropism, but, um... She, like, denies involvement. She's denies slapping him. And he's like, are you delusional? And she's like, are you delusional? <laughs> <laughs> Which makes Mike and Polly the most astonished I've ever yeah. seen. They're like, ah! ah. <laughs> They're, like, truly astounded at, like, <laughs> the audacity of this woman to lie to them. Where it's like, what do you think? Yeah. I mean, is she blacked out? Is she like just straight well, up? I mean, she's we'll, straight up talking we'll, like We'll have nonsense. to deal with that tomorrow morning when we. I ha- don't remember anything that happened last <laughs> night. We have two of those in this episode. Do we it's have crazy. any name for that yet? Fake blackout. Fake blackout, or like drunk amnesia, but it's all in heavy quotes. Yeah, drunk amnesia with lots and lots of winks. Drunk amnesia. I don't remember. Did I hook up with Snooky last night? <laughs> Did yes, I? Th- you- no. Did I three-way kiss somebody? I just off the top of my head. <laughs> like, what did I do last night? I don't remember. There's no way I three-way kiss somebody, is it? Oh, and also just want to point out, Wow calls Polly her brother when she's right. defending him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, right, Jen. Yeah. Good, good save, honey. With but that's brothers not like it. that. Hey. Who needs Roger? Hey, Kay. I love it. Okay. Next scene. We're at the ice cream shop. Yes. First the gelato day. shop. This is the first day of work. Vinny makes a good impression, which is a good recovery because, remember, in season one, I believe he had to miss his first day of work. Because he had pink eye in his right eye. Because <laughs> he had pink eye. <laughs> which yeah, everybody was... but Sammy freaked out about. Yeah, so I was like, I get pink eye every day. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I loved it, but also hated it. Watching Vinny, like smile and like become the pet of enzo i love how much he's sucking up because it actually is sort of endearing i can sometimes be like that with authority figures too oh for not sure all, it's not the best way them, to get them to like you but many of many much of the time i'm like that Ugh. i did love how um <laughs> enzo was like or Vinny was like yeah maybe we can like practice my italian and enzo starts speaking italian to him and Vinny's like see <laughs> maybe yeah. they cut out more of Vinny speaking italian but it kind of think they would have left that in there yeah at first i thought it was a little affected that Vinny wanted to be referred to as vincenzo but then i was like you know what i don't think that's affected i think that that's actually how a lot of people in his family refer to him so it's like okay probably cool. also i it. think enzo asked how he wanted to be called right yeah uh poor Wow's girls are suffocated in her t-shirt she also gets told that like she's cutting up this fruit the wrong size even though it's going in a blender <laughs> I know. That I do not get. I, I that that's the kind of thing where I will like I'll kiss up to authority, but if you tell me that I'll just be like, but why? Um, I could come up with a reason why, but it still is stupid. What is it? Uh if you have one chunk that's super big and the rest are super small, there's a good chance your smoothie's gonna end up with one big chunk in it. Okay, fair you enough. You know what I mean? But that's fair like enough. a very extreme case. Yes. No, but I see your I see I'm your just point. saying Enzo and I are similar. We're both Virgos, you know. <laughs> Same there is the a rhyme thing. and reason. <laughs> Though it'd be madness. Um, okay. So while they're at work, 
what's going on. That's when Angelina's this is when Angelina does got fake blackout. her little fake blackout. She, I don't remember what was going on with reality television back then, but like, I feel like she is one of the pioneers. Correct me if I'm wrong here, listeners. Come at us at Jersey Shore Family Reunion at gmail.com or on Instagram at Jersey Shore Family Reunion or on Twitter at Family Reunion. But was she the first one to wear sunglasses inside during the day when she's being shady? Mm, that's very interesting. Every single time she has sunglasses on and then later whenever Sammy has sunglasses on when there's no reason for sunglasses, mm. it's like because you either don't want people to see that you're crying or because you're definitely lying and you <sighs> know you can't sell it. So here's, like, to me, I'd say that, like, it almost feels somewhat inspired by that sort of, like, TV poker explosion mm-hmm. from when we were in high school. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, like, and like how those players would always be wearing, or not always, but some of them would always be wearing uh, sunglasses. The one, the, the show that I'd be interested to see whether people think maybe it happened on there first would be Real Housewives. I'm not a Real Housewives person, but mm-hmm. I know some people who love it, and I'd be interested to see if they had any ideas. Yeah, Real Housewives fans first. come at us. But as far as I'm concerned, Angelina's pioneering it. Pioneer. She is an apple pioneer. <laughs> uh, what What's crazy about these fake blackouts is that, like, if they really actually were blacking out this often, that's actually a bigger problem than their deceitfulness. Like, because... You're going to fry your brain. Like, like buying every once in a while is not the end of the world. But, like, that me- that's, like, it's like brain trauma, I think. I'm pretty sure, like, I, a blackout is, like, a... I don't a, know is like anything a, about it, but it I think seems it's bad. A, I think it's a, like... <laughs> I think it's a signal that, like, you're drinking way too much. I feel, I feel like I heard that once when I was in, like, college at some, like, you know, thing sense. where they're I telling mean, you about drinking. what must be happening? Your brain is not making memories? Or your conscious brain has shut off? Yeah, like, like think about that. Like, you still remember stuff that happened when you were, like, eight years old. Right. Right? And you'll remember it for the rest of your life. But, like... Well, you'll remember the last time you remembered it. Did you know that's how I remember Well, fair enough. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, but to just have, like, a blank spot where yeah. you were up and around and doing things, I think it does, I mean, I I think think it it does makes, a signal sign bad habit. It would make much more sense to me if it were, like, she drank so much that all of her judgment was gone. Yes. And it's not that she was walking around brainless, like totally blacked out, but that she was making choices actively that were very bad. Yes. Yeah. Which is still a problem, but like, (laughs) whatever. Like, then it goes back over to the deceitfulness side, which is definitely against Guido Code. Yeah. Well, it's funny that like not remembering it is in some way like a defense. You know, it's like, well, either way you were, you were doing this because you were drunk. Oh, you man. Know, I've been like, listening to so much My Favorite Murder. Shout out. And there are, like, cases where somebody's like, I don't remember doing it, or I was asleep, or I was wow. like, whatever. And it's like, ah, you still did it. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I mean, I don't even it's know tough. if there's a consistency in how they get uh, convicted or not. I don't know that it's always, like, 100%, like, too bad, Tochi did it. But, like, it, it does happen, but it's still a crime. So these are, like, mostly werewolves? Yeah. <laughs> Werewolves and, like, Draculas who yeah, have yeah. to say that kind of thing because otherwise they'd know that it was on purpose. Mm, right, right, right. Um, this is one of my favorite Angelina moments in the show, though. She goes over to Polly and she's like, I apologize or whatever. And he's like, okay, fine. I accept your apology. I'm not hanging out with you. And she's like, do I get, like, a like a get-out-of-jail-free car? Because I didn't know that being drunk and people making mistakes is that bad. <laughs> It really is. She's pissed that she's not getting a get out of jail free card. I like, do love that she asked for that. To her. Yeah, it's like, well, don't I get a get out of jail free card? Isn't there like such a thing as a get out of jail free card that where like, I don't get blamed for my shit that I did? That sounds like the thing that like her parents must have told her like all the time when she was growing up, and they just didn't feel like actually enforcing their rules. It's like, okay, Angelina, like they're pissed off for yeah. like two hours, and then it's like time for dinner. They're like, okay, Angelina, we're gonna give you another get out of jail free card. Oh, that poor girl. And then she cried. She said she didn't think it would be this bad coming into the house. How could she not think it would be that bad? I don't know. What I also, was she thinking she was actively doing to make anyone like her at all? And I don't know what, yeah, I don't know what she thought she was going to get away with. It doesn't seem like she's trying that hard to be that different. So, like... Well, she's going, she has two things working against her. One is that she talks shit <laughs> outside yeah. of the season. And yes. everybody's mad about that. Uh-huh. But the other is that she continues to make shit 
choices in the house actively. Yes. So if she if she had done thing A, but then instead of being shitty in the house, thing B, she was like more chill. Yeah. That would have been like, oh, at least she's trying. But this is like she gets defensive immediately about people caring and like. Yeah. It's like she she didn't think of any of the hypotheticals of like what it could be like to march back into the house. Meanwhile. She was cast to be a villain on the show. Yes, absolutely. They brought her back especially to be a villain on the show. Right. But she definitely seems sad. Yeah. No, I I, I think the sadness is is completely genuine. It just, it definitely, it's just this sort of thing of like, I just don't understand how, like, how you could be so disconnected from reality. (laughs) You thought this was going to go differently. You thought you were going to come in and exact, act basically exactly the same. Yeah. And like, (laughs) all these people who couldn't stand you are going to just like, they're going to, like, be on perfect behavior all the time, yeah, even though they've all bonded like together. Too. Yeah. Yeah. I guess the change I could see that she's making is that she's trying to be more chill with the guys, whereas in season one she was distinctly, like, stalking their lives when they took girls up to the hot tub and, like, all this crap. <laughs> stalking my whole life. Like, That's she true. Is... She is making more of an effort. But then she steps on the only toes she has in the house. God damn it, Angelaners. <laughs> what a freaking idiot. And seeing her now... Makes me just that much more upset that we had to spend so much time during family vacation watching her come back into the the cast's good graces. Yeah. No one cares. You lost your chance. You suck. Yeah. But I now I actually think she's a good addition to family reunion or family vacation. She's an okay addition to family reunion, our podcast. Family reunion. Eh. But she's... Uh... You're still out. <laughs> So, our next thing is, uh, is Vinny and Ron going to the barber shop. Yeah, they brave the hood. They're obsessed with the fact that this is a hood barber shop. Call it a hood barber shop in the barber shop, which, like, gets a laugh from, like, one of the barbers, but, like, I don't know if that's the kind of, it seems like maybe kind of a rude thing to say. Yeah, I don't know. I think it might be more tone deaf not to mention that it's weird at all. Like, yeah, fair hi, we are too, uh... <laughs> different uh guys marching in here like it's good that they with the whole camera crew (laughs) yeah i mean i'm glad they said something but like oh my god what a bunch of lunkheads like what the hell are you talking about and do you want people to like i think that like uh i think that for them it's very much comes from this place of like really wanting they can't come out and say it but what they're hoping, the the impression they hope to leave the audience with is, mm-hmm. you know, like, being Italian is not really being white, you know? <laughs> yeah. Which, like, you know, in the 1940s and 50s and 60s, it wasn't. But, yeah, like, uh, I think that's sort of what, there was, like, a very funny tweet I read that was somebody saying, like, I just want to get all of my Italian friends together and explain to them that they're still white. <laughs> I think that's part of it. So I think they're trying to, like, well, look, I also feel for I feel for Vinny because he's got a specific uh, hair texture that, like... That's true. It's hard for other people to cut, I guess, but, like... Eh, that doesn't make sense. Him? This is whatever. But, yeah, he didn't need his whole, like, soliloquy when they're just walking there. Yeah, that You're right. so much, like, bad boys or whatever. What was it like? Yeah, like, the if, like, they're, they kept thinking, like, pigeons were going to get released because, like, white boys in the hood. Right. I, I see what you're saying, that, like, the most graceful thing is maybe some acknowledgement... You know? Maybe like, hey, I hope you can help me out. Like, and the whole thing with his hair, like, makes sense to me. Like, I get that. Yeah. But uh, they seem, like, so pleased with themselves for specifically the, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Just for, being so brave, such a tough guy. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So when they get back, Sam and Ron aren't a couple, but they are on good footing. Yes. Sammy says that she feels like Ron is showing her that he'd like to make this work and she's loving it great um yeah and it lasts for the rest of the series yeah exactly which is really lucky for us uh and the rest of the house um okay just after that mike situation starts feeling bad for angelina so he calls a family meeting and says that the girls have to start (laughs) hanging out out (laughs) which weirdly like i he does sort of have a point where it's like it doesn't it clearly isn't working like, he and Polly did kind of try. Yeah. And it clearly isn't working. And he is kind of right that, like, she's not going to come to the gym with them. She's not going to GTL with them. Well, yeah. She could... Even if she did, it would... She might as well not. Right. And so... And the things... Like, the gender things are so clearly divided in this house. Especially this season. Yes. Right. 
Well, there's this thing of like the the I mean the central one of the central like running plot lines of this season, of course, is like Ron's treatment of Sammy, and there's basically Polly and Vinny religiously adhere to like you're not going to hear anything from me. Yeah. You're not going to get anything from me. Like which is complete bullshit, but I get it. I right. get where they're deciding that's what they have to do. But at the same time there is and it's still not even, but there is more of an understanding that like well, yeah, but the girls like they're not on like you don't get to control what they say. Right. Like Ron tries to. I feel like Ron tells Angelina to keep her mouth shut at some point. He does. Right. He does, but that's just him trying to... Like, that's because he's such a jerk. (laughs) Like, that he's trying to control everybody. Mm -hmm. But I think that, like, the the guys who sort of most strictly adhere to the code, like Polly and Vinny, I think for them it's just like, well, yes, but if you do this in front of Snooky or JWoww, you should expect and understand that that's going to get back to Sammy because that's how it works. Yeah. Like, the ones who, like, they're the ones, like, Mike, in some good and some bad ways, kind of doesn't adhere to the code. Mostly good ways, because it's a stupid code. Mm-hmm. But, like, um, Ronnie, yeah, Ronnie's just out of control. But, yeah, it's it's weird. This, well, like, that's what strict... makes it, look, later on, we're going to get to Ronnie doing stuff in front of Snooky. Right. And right, right. Uh, that's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, going back. Okay, so, Mike tells the girls Angelina's their problem. So, they're all <laughs> going out. Um, Snooky goes back to her, like, original Snook look, which is so funny that they're doing a throwback of this early in the yeah. entire series. Yeah. And Vinny's like, you look good. And Snooky says, you trying to smush right now? Which is one of the best lines of the entire thing. Yeah. Her uh, expression also, is like, hmm? He also is. He is. Uh, the seed has been planted. So, okay, they get to the club. Snooky lays it all out for Angelina. Admit you talk shit and all will be forgiven. This also feels like a very important part of Guido Code. To yeah. me, like, if you take responsibility for one thing, we have to absolve you all other things. Yeah, like, they really, like, it really means a lot to her, right? Like, that that she does, apo- it really feels like Wow and Snooki do basically forgive her. Wow like, definitely did. Like, you just had to tell us that you did this awful thing. Once you acknowledge it, that's fine. It's well, because like, I think it's, like, it's not just about, like, uh, you know... Admit that you did this. It's like, take responsibility for once. Don't be a little slippery deal about everything. Like, say that you've done anything bad in your life, and we'll respect that you're at least capable of that. Yes. Which I get. It must be incredibly gratifying when you're used to dealing with Angelina, who at that point just, like, is totally insane. And, like, refuses to stick to the version of events as they (laughs) happened. I had nothing to do with this, Jenny. <laughs> and we have, and we know exactly what she said. And we have, we have it on the authority of Joey Yanks and, and like, J four twenty, J four twenty, and Bill, and Bill. Forgot about Bill. Um, okay, so that's done. They're all friends again, which yeah. is everybody's doing really great. It seems like. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then. Uh, Sammy's having the time of her life with Ron, mm-hmm. but in her words, he gets face wasted, and which she doesn't does. appreciate that. Which I can relate to. It's not like she's being some like shrew and saying that he can't have a good time. Right. When he gets drunk, he's incredibly sloppy and belligerent. Yeah. So like that's why she doesn't appreciate it. Right. Not because she's trying to control, him, but because like you're going to be an asshole. Yeah. Like, it's it's he's an alcoholic. Yeah. Right. Nobody's labeled it that at this point. I don't yeah. know when it got labeled, like, whatever happened in real life with the uh, rehab thing he did, but, like, this guy cannot handle his liquor. Period. Right. Yeah. He has an unhealthy relationship with alcohol. Right. And, like, for her to notice it is, like, making her into the worst person in the world. He ejects her from the club for Exactly, it. yeah. He la- he chooses to label her as a bitch. Yeah. Uh, Sammy thought this was the end of Sam and Ron. I know, I wrote LOL, if only... Yeah, he tells her, if, yeah, if you're going to be here and act that way, and act the way you're acting, you go. <laughs> He's like, he, he, it, he is uncontrollable. Um, he really just wants, it's like if, if a four-year-old could, like, imagine his adulthood being like, here's how the world works. What I want happens. What I don't <laughs> want doesn't happen. Do you get it? Yeah. You leave. Like. Yeah, it, it's, 
the like the lack of being able to put yourself being being able to see things from a different perspective mm-hmm. is tr- truly insane. I keep saying that, but like it's 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 so baffling because True insanity because I mean this happens like throughout the whole course of the season is that he'll he'll do something and it'll and the way he's reacting to it will be like I don't know based on some random flimsy. Well, actually, what really matters is this weird branching off thing that, you know, has yeah, nothing yeah. to do with me. It's like anybody ever did the stuff that you do yeah. and you were the victim of it, you, like... It would be like, it's very clear. Case yeah. closed. Yeah. You did this to You me. would probably try to, like, try to, like, destroy them. Yeah. Like... That's true. He wouldn't just say case closed, I guess. Objection. Yeah. He would not do that. <laughs> so Sam is leaving and Angelina and Wow take her home. That's how made up they are. Yeah. Angelina's willing to leave the club. JWoww's willing to leave the club. Yeah. Just for Sam to go to her room and be like, I'm going to bed. Like, that was quite a little girl squad moment. Yeah. Yeah. Little girl squad. <laughs> uh, they were like the Powerpuff Girls in that moment. LGS. Um, back at the club, everyone's still super freaking drunk. Snooki sees Ron creeping and says, are you sure you want to do that? Which, look, this all harkens back to a lot of stuff. Angelina asking Polly if he's sure he wants to do that led to their, like, whole thing where she slapped him. Mm. Though she didn't say, are you sure you want to do that? She was like, stop, that girl's married or engaged Right, or right, yeah. Also, Snooki is maybe being flirty, like, flirtier with Vinny than she should be at this point, having Emilio as a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And Ron tries to bring that up, but it's also like, yeah, it's not the same thing. Like, calm down. Yeah. She's not doing nearly all that same stuff. But Ron is creeping. As long as you don't snitch, I'll be good, he says to somebody. It's also the way he, he says it. Like say he's that. like laughing about it. He's like, I'm a bad guy. Yeah. Like I bet that's his favorite Billie Eilish song. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> I'm a bad guy. That, also, that, that song would go perfect with his dancing. Like the like <laughs> weird like, sort of like kicking Oh, I do have a sound cue for later. Oh, excellent. So, this is a moment that I think is telling. Snooki takes Polly aside in the club and is like, should I tell uh, Sammy? Mm. And Polly's like, I don't know. Like, it's gonna come out somehow. Which is Polly's whole thing. Clearly, Polly, something in Polly's conscience is like, this needs to come out, but I cannot be the one to do it. Right. So, it's all like, I bet he uses so much, like, passive voice in his like everyday well, yeah. life he says like without technically making a judgment on it he says he thinks because he and sam got in a little fight he's allowed to creep which really only implies that he doesn't also think that he right. doesn't actually say like which is obviously so obnoxious that, which yeah. doesn't make doesn't make it right yeah i don't know so Snooky's trying to get ron again to stop and he pushes her and it didn't look from his side, maybe like he meant it to be that aggressive a push, but Snooky's one yeah. pound yeah. and three feet tall, and she goes flying across the club. Yeah. And also, and it doesn't matter where Ron thought a push would be like, like, yeah. you pushed her. Yeah. So that's the to end of the night for him. To get her to stop talking. That's like the one thing he did that, that was too far right. for uh, for the rest of the dudes. So they, they, they all go home. Yeah. They just make him leave. And... And then he brags about getting six digits of a girl's phone number. <laughs> and then he's like, Toma, Toma, Papi, Toma. And like pretending oh, to spank yeah. her. And then he's like, check this out. And gets into the bed with Sam and is like, can I smush you, please? He loves to say like, watch, watch me. He's so performative. What is that? He's like Dennis the Menace or something. But Dennis the Menace didn't even do it to get people to watch him. Yeah. Who's somebody in, in pop culture history who's like, please watch me do this bad thing for attention? I don't know. Uh, like, some idiot? Who's <laughs> like a daredevil, but like, at least like Evil Knievel wasn't doing like, watch me fuck someone's life up. It was like, oh. watch me fly over a canyon in a, a bicycle. I bet there's a character like that in Archie comics, but I, I can't. I don't know it well yeah, enough. Maybe Reggie? Mm-hmm. Like, this is just so unbelievable. It's so like, unique. you can't write this kind of stuff, because if yeah. you wrote a character like this, you'd be like, I don't think so. Yeah. Even Chuck Bass in Gossip Girl wasn't like, check this out. <laughs> I'm going to try to, like, <laughs> I'm going to leave that there, but we all know what Chuck Bass has done. So, I have a malapropism now. Malaprop. Mike, in the 
confessional, yes. talking about <laughs> Sam must know what's going on, even if she's lying to herself about it. It goes back to the day when you thought that Tooth Fairy was, you know, alive. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I love that. As opposed to dead. Uh, it could mean, like, alive as opposed to fictional. Yeah, I mean, because, you know, That's being fictional does mean that you're not alive, I guess. But, no, it, he's, like, it is very funny. confusing it with, like, St. Nicholas and Santa Claus or something. Yeah, like, it's, yeah. The Tooth Fairy's based on a real saint from Denmark in, like, the 1200s. <laughs> yeah, that, I, I definitely, I wrote that down, too. That was very funny. The idea that the Tooth Fairy is, there's no Tooth Fairy because she's dead. She died hundreds of years ago, at least. <laughs> but when she was alive, trust me, she was sneaking into a lot of houses. Um, okay. How much money did you use to get for teeth? Do you remember? Um, I think it was usually in the 25 to 50 cents order of magnitude. I feel like that was around mine too. Maybe once or twice I got a buck. I don't think I got bills. Uh, My teeth fell out late. Um. Really? Yeah. I I was still, I got braces on and I still had like a couple baby teeth left to lose. It was like sixth sixth grade. Mm -hmm. How does that work? They just don't put it on that one. Huh. Yeah. Bizarre. Yeah. It was interesting. Do you remember losing teeth? Yes, I do. I still remember what it feels like. Or really? I remember remembering what it feels yeah. like. <laughs> uh, nice. But like, yeah, no, I, can, I have a very vivid, vivid? Very vivid <laughs> sensory, like... Like uh, popping it out? Yeah. And like feel tearing like, that last Specifically like, like my canine stuff, yeah. I remember it being so bloody and I tried so often to get teeth out that were not ready to come out but they were so loose that I was like just it's, end this it's irresistible you can't it was wild yeah. and it was always like better I guess if someone did it for you I think my mom pulled out a couple of my teeth for me but it's so much scarier like she would do it fast but I'd be like oh my god whereas wow. if I did it it took forever and probably hurt a thousand times more but I was like at least I'm in control I don't think I ever pulled one I think uh I think I almost exclusively wiggled. I would sometimes I would like use my thumb for that. Oh, I mostly push. I would take back a paper towel forth. so I had a nice dry friction and yank it. And I wonder if I did that. I can't remember. Maybe I did. Did you ever lose one in a piece of food? That was blessed. That was the best. You couldn't even tell it happened. Maybe you'd like take a bite and be like, "Huh?" And then your tooth would be in the food, and you'd be like, "Oh." Huh. And then no, nothing wrong ever again happens to you mm-hmm. in your life. Maybe I don't remember this as well. Maybe I'm more remembering the, the sensation of the looseness. Yeah, that um, was screwed up. Yeah. Okay, anyways, back to <laughs> the living tooth fairy. Oh, no, okay, so now it's... Uh, oh, yeah, this is important. Okay, Vinny's sleeping on the beanbag chair. Snooky's got the hiccups, classic on brand. Calls Emilio. Uh, she's got the hiccups. It's got to be the most obnoxious phone call at 6 a.m. any yes. boyfriend has ever gotten from his girlfriend at a They time. love to do this. I, this is, like, they love to, like, just go out and party all night and then call home and just, like, bug these people. Well, according to the like, code, it's probably, like, you're supposed to call your boyfriend at the end of the night guess, to assure yeah, them to, that you didn't hook up with someone else. To check in. But, like, he's probably got work soon. Yeah, probably. And I feel like j made a similar call, maybe in one of the episodes coming up, where... She's, like, mad about something, and she calls Tom, and, like, the second he picks up, she's like, well, I'm pissed. And it's like, who wants to get a phone call like that? Yeah. Meanwhile, when I had a boyfriend, I only exclusively made phone calls like that. Um, Okay, but while Snooki's having this phone call, Vinny laughs louder and louder and louder, and it's so fake, but you can tell that it's trying to, like... Yes. He's, like, establishing his, like, presence in this whole situation. It's fake. Fake laughter. It's very real flirting. Mm-hmm. And then Snooky tips over the entire phone table. <laughs> that which is hilarious. <laughs> which is one of the funniest like phys- like sight gags I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> There's so much on it. Too. It's one foot off the ground, and she still managed to get like a lamp, the phone, like a stack of <laughs> notepads, like everything. Probably an ashtray. Oh, that was delightful. And then I love how like spontaneous, like just natural it was to get like they like walked to their rooms and she like kind of paused outside his door and he's. Oh, like, also when he's getting up from the beanbag, she pushes him back down onto it. Yeah, that was hilarious. Which I do think is always a very funny pushing somebody back down into something soft. Yeah. Then when they're getting up, I oh, it's the best. I think is a, a it truly feels wonderful joke. So powerless, it's like getting judoed. Have you yeah. ever? Been, my brother no, took judo that? in college, and he was like. Let me, like, show you some stuff. And it was just him gently knocking me onto the ground over and over and over again. <laughs> and every time I was like, I'm powerless. And it was mostly just hard because it took that much energy to get back up. But it's, like, all these sweeping motions that use my own weight to fully just knock huh. me over. 
Wow, interesting. I think judo, that was judo. you say. Yeah, it was great. Which is why it's funny that Austin Powers says judo chop because they don't <laughs> chop in judo. <laughs> I think that's why it's funny. That's, this that's is years funny. ago. Judo kick. Uh, okay, so kick. Vinny's like, come lie down. I won't touch you. They're in beds. Nucky's like, I want to f***. And he's like, sure. Like, that's, it was very, um, you guys are being dorks and like not owning what you're about to do. Yeah. But like, you did just say it. And I yeah. love that you just said it. Yeah. Put it out there. And so I believe that the next thing we see is the beginning of fake blackout number two of mm-hmm. the episode. Uh, what did I do last saying, did I bang Snooki last night? Did I do the unthinkable? It's like, that's unthinkable. It's not that unthinkable, honey. It's like, use, it's just, it's not, un, it's, it's, he, he has this very weird thing where he's like, gotta have his cake and eat it too. The way that like, they all judge each other and themselves is like, this one's hot, but if you if you hook up with one that's not that hot, that's like you might as well not have hooked up at all. It's these like yeah, weird it's like, rules. Now you like, can make oh fun of you God. for being a guy who would would uh, like. Would yeah. they ever call Snooky a grenade? No, that would be insanely rude. Do they think of her as a grenade? Apparently, if they that's how Vinny if talks they about encountered it. her at a club and she was not among their group. Like, she was just some girl who showed up at the club and signed a release. I think they would say some pretty harsh stuff about her because they're pretty mean. I that. We right? should keep an I eye mean, out in season three for how they talk about Dina. I think that's I true like that of basically everybody but Wow. And Sammy. And Sammy, yeah. I think that they would just, I think they're just really harsh. Yeah. I mean, they basically do say, people do say, I mean, like, Mike's always telling Angelina to, like, lose weight when <laughs> yeah. he gets angry. Oh, yikes. And, like, he he's made jokes about, like, Snooki's weight. You know, yeah, uh, like they just, yeah, they're like harsh. They're just really yeah, they like harsh. to talk about how uh, the girls' bodies aren't perfect. Yeah, and not that many t- people talk about uh, the silly things about the boys' bodies. Right. Yeah. Except for I, so I did watch ahead so I could figure out which episodes first to watch. And uh, spoiler: when Angelina leaves, I don't know if you guys remember this boy. Angelina does end up leaving again, but not for a while. She like I don't remember exactly what she says to Mike, but she like owns him. About his face. <laughs> right. It's so mean. But no meaner than anything the guys yeah, casually yeah. say about any of the girls. Uh, okay. So then Vinny answers the phone. Mm-hmm. Ring, ring. It's Amelia. Uh-oh. Vinny answers and, like, says that she's still sleeping. And then he says, I'm never going to be able to live this down. Which is just like, man. And then also I was thinking, like, Emilio, you know, doesn't have... He has some moments where he seems like kind of a butthead at times. But, like, I do have to say, it's particularly tough to get cheated on on TV. Yeah. And then, this is the, oh, this is a later episode, we'll get more into this, and then specifically have your girlfriend announce to the whole world, by the way, you know, this guy is very well endowed. <laughs> this guy who I cheated yeah. with. We'll get to that later, but it's like, that's a tough way to get cheated on. That is a tough way to get cheated on. However, isn't it true that they did not have sex actually? This time? See, I don't know. I, I, I can't. I is keep this the one where she was talking was about the size things. of his penis? I think she thinks. I, I know she. Uh, I know that's this season. Um, it's so not the Italy late, season. So, and we didn't even see them kiss. Right? Yeah. Right. So they say want to fuck and sure, but that's all we know about if they actually did even anything cheatable besides just lying in a bed together. Fair enough. Which Fair for enough. a little while when they're lying in bed, they're fully like six inches apart from each other. Yeah. Before they say, want to f**k, sure. So, yeah. like, all I'm saying is, in episode four, we hear some real sh- from Emilio. And mm, I'm not see, so that sure that the order of events Fair enough. is so damning. It's okay. definitely not I see clean. That. It's not clean at all. I see that. But, like, I'm not sure if you really did, like, a photo finish, like, who's, who's doing what to whom? We're going through frame by frame. Frame by frame. Look, when did the watermelon <laughs> try to go into the pinhole? Okay, so. Uh, oh, wait, so now I have my music cue. Oh, yes, we're, please. We're talking about, this is sort of Jenny's. Yes. Right? Okay. Okay. So the, the music cue for this one, I just love to do some of these, like, old 2000s songs. Beautiful. These hands, they are holding me down. <laughs> Uh, this is just to give us a sense this is a very emotional moment. This is like a come to God moment, but you don't actually have to walk into church for it. Right, exactly. Uh, JWoww and Polly discussing if Sam deserves to know. If she deserves to know. Oh. Is that the language they used? Or is that just what I wrote down in the notes? Because it definitely no, feels she, like... you're probably right. 
Like, what Andrew do they said. owe to each other? The yeah. good place? And, like, what, like... Uh... Oh, Jackie had a question inspired by someone getting out of bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think they sleep with their mic packs? I don't know. I kind of doubt it's, it. It's sometimes like there'll be the sound will be so good that it's like either they're still wearing their mic packs in bed or like or someone's got a boom little, mic or they yeah planted little mics or they planted little mics that makes sense. Yeah, sometimes the sound is really good and it's very nice, um, like ASMR like atmosphere sounds. Yeah. Okay. Oh, did you hear what uh, what Jay Wow specifically said about Ron's behavior? No. She said, she said, "That's a true pig right there." No <laughs> offense to Ron. <laughs> Like, she describes all the things you're doing. He's like, that's a true pig. No offense. <laughs> oh, so yes. Funny. I love it. But he is. <laughs> yeah. He's being the worst possible person and then reveling in it. And Yeah, and offense intended. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, but here's the thing. J-Wow and Polly both think she'll go back to him anyway, and I guess mm. that's worse. Or, like, that's what they're implying, I think, that it's, like, it doesn't matter if the truth comes out or not, because she would just go back to him anyway. Like, is that worse? I'm really trying to figure it out right now, because it's, like, she, like, where is Sam at fault in this whole thing? I think it's that she, like, cannot possibly end a thing that she should know by now she should end. And has tried to end. But also, they're living in a house together. How is she going to end it? Also, this guy is a roided out alcoholic hothead yeah what's she gonna do bring another guy back it's not seriously like how are they and she and he's clearly he wouldn't bring he wouldn't he wouldn't let her right you know like he would he would get into a fight with that guy she's genuinely trapped in the relationship and doesn't know it she had to leave the show like that's what it took yeah you know which truly truly sucks and when i think about how much we have ahead of us of yeah. their horrible toxic relationship. Yeah. It's truly upsetting. Yeah. But, oh, that's the end yeah, of it. Yeah, it's it's it's. Oh yeah. No. Uh, it's it's just crazy. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, I think uh, for the harmony of the house, it's not good that she continues to go back to him. But for the harmony of the house, it's not good that he continues to be such a screw. Yeah. She, she describes him as giving her mixed signals. <laughs> like, I mean, he definitely is, but, like, that's... <laughs> yeah, well, because then he's, like... Yeah, a, it's an understatement, he's, I guess. He's affectionate with her, and then Yeah, right her. after this, they're at work at the gelato shop, and they're, like, cuddling while another real worker is, like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, like, he calls her his girlfriend. Yeah, and, like, that and conversation. And he says in an interview, right, you know, right now, my heart is with Sam. <laughs> right now, when I'm not drunk at the club tonight, <sighs> later... Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's so bad. I don't think she ever had a choice. Or she didn't have a chance to, like, like, it really was just based on, yeah, she could have got with Mike. (laughs) Good point. Wow, what a huge mistake. Yeah. Oh, God, poor Sammy. Truly trapped in a very bad place. Okay, so that night MVP is an M-I-A to a G-F-F. Wait, what's G-F-F? Grenade Free Foundation. <laughs> okay. Uh, as we found out in that <laughs> quiz we took during our last oh, yeah, that's right. Um, So, everybody else wants to play pool, but MVP wants to go to the curb, pick up some girls, and Angelina's like, I think I want to go with you guys. And they're like, I don't think you're invited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they devised this great plan to ditch her, which is like, they're all out in the courtyard just like sort of like loitering. And the plan is not like, wait to see if she has to go to the bathroom or something. No, the it's plan like, is, wait for her to turn her head, she which turns, then she does. And they run out the door and they're like, they're like running down the street like 14 year olds. Like, oh, we did it. We did it. But it was it. their only choice. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, it's, it is very funny TV. And then there's like a great shot of her at the pool hall, like just not having any fun. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh. I get it, though. Pools should be fun, but, like, going to a pool hall is just the fastest way to be like, I actually hate this oh, more than is, anything. pool is fun at, like, a suburban basement. Yeah. It is not fun at a bar because people, like, dominate it and get overly competitive and, like, it's... And it all turns into this whole big, like, weird, like... You're taking up too much space. Yeah. Like, a pool table itself is big. When you have to, like, stick that cue behind yeah, yeah, you an yeah. extra, like, four feet, it's like, I'm no, like, we, I'm sorry. all the way over. If it's uh, two in the afternoon and you're at a bar and there's, you know, five total people, then, yeah, go for it. 
you know, that's that's if sort you got of the, the quarters. Yeah, that's part of the fun dynamic of a to me a daytime bar vibe. Mm. But I hate it when I'm at a like crowded bar and there are people playing pool. It's like there's just I'm just sorry, there's just not room. Yeah. You know, like No, it's garbage. You always have to get people to get out of the way. Nobody's ever polite enough about it. Once I went on a date with this guy that wasn't going well and then he was like, <laughs> You like pool? And I was like, mm. Not really. And then we went to a bar that had a pool table so that we could play pool. And there were two people playing a game already. So he was like, all right, so let's just, uh, all right, let's let's hang out and watch. I was like, okay, we'll hang out and watch while these two play pool so that then I can play pool that I don't want to play. Then he goes up to talk to the guy and it turns out they're playing next takes winner or like winner takes next or whatever. So he's like, okay, so I'm going to play the winner. And then after that, you and I can play pool. And I was like, I think I'm going to go. <laughs> And yeah, that's too many steps. While we were waiting for... He wanted me to sit there and watch for like 20 minutes while he played a game of pool. I was like, I don't even know you. I wouldn't watch my husband do this. Like, Yeah. Um, <sighs> oh, but that's the other thing I want to say. While we were waiting for the two strangers to finish playing pool, I was like, oh, have you ever seen this clip from Dick Van Dyke show of Mary Tyler Moore like sinking a, a shot in at a pool table? It like looks really cool. She... There's no way to make it a trick shot unless the table's tipped. But, like, either way, it's, like, awesome. She, like, splits three balls into three different holes. Oh, cool. And then she's, like, oopsie. Like, she, like, embarrassed her husband by being good at pool. And I think it's a hilarious clip. And I showed it to him. And he was, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. So, pool does suck. I get it, Angelina. Oh, but speaking of pools. Hey. Out at the club that night, I noticed that Sitch was telling girls that they're going to go home and, quote, jump in the pool. Hmm. <laughs> Which is the most misleading thing to say. Yeah. A pool is great. Hot tubs are, to me, only okay. Uh, I think that hot tubs have their place, but it is certainly not, does not live up to the promise of a pool. Either way, for me, I'm like, I don't have a bathing suit. I don't see how this is going to be fun. I guess if it's in a a pool, at least you can, like, have your own fun. Whereas in a hot tub, you better be ready to, like, sit next to, like, like, squeeze between two guys yeah. Who are, like, very drunk and very expecting something. Well, yeah. Well, and we've talked about this before, that it's crazy that they don't just, like, buy, like, yeah, swimsuits and wash them to keep around. <laughs> no, I it's think gross. it's... I think that it's they should. Gross. I think that they should buy <laughs> swimsuits. Don't worry. we got three bik- communal bikinis at the house. <laughs> and then wash them. If, you know, if, if, they, if they smelled like Tide, people wouldn't be grossed out by that. That's oh my, my theory. They would not wash them. It would just smell like dried chlorine. Well, you're right. They wouldn't wash them, but I'm saying the, <laughs> the what they need to do. Okay. To do. They need to become the kind of people who would actually wash the communal bikinis. Okay. <laughs> so, Mike, MVP bring these grenades back to the hot tub, and Mike doesn't realize they're grenades till he splashes water on his face and sees the reality of the situation. Yeah. I love that he, he's like describing it later in the booth, but there is video evidence of him splashing his face and looking around and going, Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, and just then that fake boob comes floating up, and it's so yeah. clear whose it is. Yes, it's very that it's it's at least edited with a very strong accusation. I think that it's I think that we are pretty much one hundred percent certain that it is who it seems uh, like it is. Yeah, but like it's it's certainly edited in a very incriminating way. Yeah, there are about five people who think this is the funniest thing they've ever seen in their life, and one person who doesn't. Yeah. Who's either the only good friend or definitely the person that is happening to. Plus two out of the three girls are like, what is that? Which yeah, is yeah. like, maybe a really good bluff if it's one of them. It is a good bluff. I've never even yeah. seen one of those things yeah. that like every woman has seen. There's yeah. like an aisle at the drugstore where you can see it if you want. Oh, right. Maybe they have. It's near your hair stuff. It is funny to me that the guys start throwing it around because that is in some ways kind of an innocent and like sort of pure like... I do relate to that as like, as a guy is like, if something is like a certain size and shape, it is just fun to like toss around. Like, I'm going to try to throw it between my legs. Hey, like, I'm going to try to throw it behind my back. Toss it on the ground, see if it cooks up. I don't know why, but it is, it's not the, the keep away aspect of it. And the, that part is not funny. I but mean, like, at least they focused in on that and not on like, wait, stop. Whose is this? Right. Which yeah. would have been very bad. And it does look like a chicken cutlet, which is funny. Yeah. Uh, it's a falsy. <laughs> okay, next day, it's Snooky's first day of the gelato shop. She needs a step stool. Yeah, she and can't Zoe reach the ice cream. Snooky. <laughs> she can't reach the ice cream. She can't see the clients. I kind of had that. I worked, my first job was at a Cold Stone Creamery, and 
behind the thing, I couldn't hmm. see people really. I had to like go over to the side. Oh wow. Boy, yeah. That's tough. Also, it was hard to lean over to get the stuff at the front from the back if you're bending from your like middle back. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. You know? That's something that wouldn't even occur to me. It genuinely is harder to get around this world if your yeah. legs are two feet long. Except when you're like doing tech and hanging lights. And then up, it's like, easier a... to be small? Yeah. I did that. <laughs> I, I, we had to do that in my college improv team when we were doing the festivals you came to. Uh-huh. Uh, we had to like hang the lights ourselves, and I'd be walking around up there, and I'd be like, this is like, <laughs> so I like, don't fit. I hate this. I was definitely pissed. Do you watch this on Hulu? Yeah. Have you seen the commercials for the yogurt with Lactobacillus case Sharota? No. There's this like yo these yogurt commercials with these t- this terrible 3D animation. And, like, the characters, like, their mouths don't move because I guess that would be too expensive, but they're 3D characters. (laughs) And it'll be, like, a dad and a mom and, like, a son, like, all going up to, like, this aisle full of yogurt. And they're, like, so many choices. And they're, like, which ones are probiotic? Like, which ones are whatever? And then the last thing they say, which one has the the bacteria? Lactobacillus casei shirota. What the hell? Which is, like, it's called Yakult is the name of the yogurt. <laughs> and it was designed by this doctor, and I guess the whole thing is it's this one yogurt that has lactobacillus casei sharona. And they say it so many times. They say it so many times. I love it. It's one of my favorite commercials. I bet doing the voiceover for that was a real show. Yeah. I think I'm saying it right, too. I bet you are. It sounds very Engage with us, listeners. Engage with us. Okay. So Mike's working with her. He's trying to pull in customers by flexing topless. Worked at the Shore store. Yeah. Did not work here. He does. Well, because it's like there's a very different tone of like what you do. Like you go to the the Shore store to buy like a t-shirt a with trashy something. trashy sh- Yeah. Whereas like you And there's do br- real, there's topless guys otherwise on the boardwalk. Yeah. Whereas like little kids go to ice cream stores. Yeah. Like a lot like, of shops middle-aged women who are like let's be bad and get an ice cream cone if i saw a guy like that in front of an ice cream store i'd be like let's find a different ice cream store (laughs) and i like men yeah (laughs) okay so nobody's coming in mike chases all the customers away snooki gets bored so she makes mike put her on that camel dog which is funny another on-brand moment it hurts and then he tries to take her off and she's like no i like it (laughs) it's good stuff uh, and then, okay, so here we are, the last thing of the episode, the last beat. Sam and Ron are snuggling. <laughs> Weren't they already, they all, it, well, that was, was, okay, we're already past the end of Ron and Sam, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they're snuggling. They kind of just want to stay in tonight. <laughs> the girls are like, we're going to go to dinner. And Ron, gentle as a kitten, is like, you want to go to dinner with the girls? I'll go out with the guys. <laughs> Sam's like, whatever you want. Like, yeah. Well, she's testing him. She's testing him. She decides later. I think she's stunned that like that this guy could have such wrong instincts about what might make her happy so consistently. Yeah. Like I doubt that it's a real test until later when it truly becomes a test. Here's the thing. Here's maybe the thing that I think Sam does wrong in this whole thing. She does an awful lot of, especially in the episodes to come, an awful lot of like, really, that's what you want to do kind of responses rather than being like i would rather you didn't do that yeah it's like she's a prosecutor and she's like just focusing on all the wrong stuff like it's 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 as though like she has someone on trial for murder and like there's evidence of like we have security camera footage of like you like wringing this person's neck but i want to go back to your diary entry. Yeah. seven months before the murder when you said Uh that you thought that the deceased, the, the soon-to-be-deceased, was, like, had no place on the Homeowners Association. <laughs> it's like... You really said that, huh? Yeah, you really want to go with that? Right, that's You're what you want to go with? It, dri- it drives me cra- crazy sometimes, like, the, what she'll, like... She gets bogged down in the details, I think. Or, like, that he had, that he still had the number of an ex-girlfriend in his phone book. It was, like, a big thing a couple episodes ago. Right. It's just, like, who cares? But that was because she was... 
genuinely nobody would tell her what he had done at the club. That's true. And she knew she was angry. Yeah. Look, I also, That's true. I don't know how, like, emotions actually work among people, but I do think people can pick up on other people's mm-hmm. micro-expressions mm-hmm. really well, and people definitely have some sense, maybe it's the force, people know what's going on. Children know what's going on, even yeah. when people don't talk about it. And, like, then if we can, like, come up with a convincing enough lie, I guess we can, like, change how we feel. But, like, she knows something's up, and she's trying to come up with some kind of name for it, and the best she can do is a stupid <laughs> ex-girlfriend's number in the thing, who convinced yeah. him to give her a chance. Yeah. Well, and now it's that he wants to go out to the club with his friends instead of staying home with her, which actually is kind of reasonable like he's on vacation he doesn't see these other guys that much it would be reasonable much. if he were usually totally chill while going right. out to the club but every but, time he's come back from the club it's been pretty bad vibes afterwards right though they do usually you know reunite that yeah pretty <laughs> quickly <laughs> you typically at the end of at the end of ron like right after ron goes to a club and like it completely dismisses having any sort of uh, obligation to sammy mm-hmm. <laughs> in terms of faithfulness it's like an hour and a half after that that they're at their closest. Truly. But they're most I'm intimate. just now going back through my notes trying to figure out if this is the end of Sam and Ron is before or after them at the gelato shop be deciding to be officially girlfriend-boyfriend. It's before. It's definitely before that. It's it the, the end of Sam and Ron. That was this episode. Yeah, yeah. And then, and now they're boyfriend and girlfriend, and now he wants to go be with his boys at the club, which wouldn't be a big deal, except that it's that clearly a, a bad idea, and he's a monster. And, like... And now, I think we end the episode with Wow and Snooki at dinner, mm-hmm. or lunch or something, having a conversation. Mm-hmm. What, or do we need to do something? Are we going to do something? Yeah. The setup which really too. plants the seed to the next episode, which, spoiler alert, we are that is the probably going to skip that one. Skip. Mm-hmm. Because here's the deal, and I don't know if we want to cover what happens in the episode, maybe at the beginning of next episode. Let's do a little bit of both. I just feel like, so when I was watching, I watched like eight episodes in a row one night to be like, straight up, which ones are we going to watch? That was an episode where it was only Ron and Sam fighting, like basically the entire time until the girls write the note. Yeah. And like a lot of hemming and hawing about like, should they write the note? Did Ron do anything bad again? Like obviously besides the fighting, did he like, did Mm. he like hook up with multiple waitresses? (laughs) Uh, I think that night at the club it is not it's not one of his like banner nights. Okay, fair enough. But um Yeah, really bad is the big start one. Start coming to a head, like Sam decides to get in his face about the test. Also, Emilio we'll we'll go into the Emilio stuff at okay. the beginning of the next episode. Okay. But that stuff all inspires how Sam is feeling about Ron and yada yada, and it's just all like it's not good. And I don't like where it goes after that. Yeah. I well I think I'd like to, and I think we're going to want to do this on a couple of episodes, I'd like to raise a glass okay. to Sammy for getting the F off of that show, and it's a bummer that she's the one who had to not be a part of the remaining seasons. Truly. But, like, she finally got off the merry-go-round, and I'm very, very happy for her. Yeah, I'm happy here, that here, we're, like, watching... I'm happy that now when we go back and talk about this, it's with the awareness that, like, this is over for her. Like, she's she right. really is finally done with it. And I think that's awesome. Cheers to that. Cheers indeed. I feel very guilty about how much, when we started the podcast, I wanted her to show up. And I was like, I don't care how she feels. I want her to come and, like, be part of the drama and blah, blah, blah. I kind of like her to show up. I... But I do not... I think, unfortunately, there are some people, some men, but I'm sure women can do this too but that take up so much space so much emotional like and physical space that like it makes it so that if another person wants to have a good time they just can't be there too yeah no he because ron couldn't handle it uh like they couldn't do it yeah like that's why it would the only reason to have her come back on is is because ron would he, he he would just He'd spend the whole time in the interviews saying that, like, he thought he lost the love of his life and feeling bad for himself. And if he had to be, like, aware and, like, if he had to observe her relationship with this guy in person, I don't even know what he'd do. I I don't think that, I don't think that he would, like, pick a fight with him. But, like, I just... I don't know what he would do. I don't think he's capable of 
having an interaction with Sam that's not like, oh, you f***ed me over because we were in love and I was not the book good to you. I, yeah, I, I think that, yeah, I, I think that he's convinced himself that, like, Samuel was, like, the love of his life. Oh, boy. And maybe she was. I mean, you know, I, like, I, I don't think he's going to do better. <laughs> no. Like, well, there was a genuine appreciation with each other, too. And you know what's another sad thing? Watching forward in all these episodes, sometimes Ronnie's really funny. Like, he will yeah. sometimes say something that I'm like, that was a good joke. It's not all the time, <laughs> but every so often I'm like, well said, kid. Like, he clearly, he has positive things about him, but so much of it is just completely blotted out by his horrible personality <laughs> and all of his demons. Yeah. All right. Oh, well, here we are at the end of episode three, creeping. Here we are. We, we creeped. It. We tiptoed and we creeped cr- our way crept. through. We crept. We're <laughs> sitting in my room still. Only a couple dozen ambulances went by. Uh-huh. I think it went great. And uh, we miss you, Zach and Colin. Bring us back something French. But you are out of the family. And that's final. Yeah. Unless until... you come at us at the gelato shop and tell us that we're boyfriend girlfriend yet. Until you admit what you said yeah, about that's us it. That's online. The... <laughs> yeah. Admit, admit what you said. Admit to it. Joey Yanks yeah. and J420 mm-hmm. and Bill, Bill all told us what you said. Uh-huh. So just quit pretending. Yeah. Just own up to it and we'll forgive you. Like you have to do that in order to get back into the family. That's what that's what it's going to take. And engage with us! Alright, we got a situation. I'm the sweetest bitch you'll ever meet. After I have sex with a guy, I will rip their heads off. Go, baby! Go, baby!